0: I want to speak with you tonight about the coronavirus. The pandemic may never reach us, but as the disease inexorably marches on, it's wise for us to prepare. Part of our preparation includes what medical professionals insistently tell us — don't cough or sneeze on others. Wash your hands thoroughly many times a day. It's a far better protective measure than masks. Avoid touching your face, especially if you haven't washed your hands. Stay at home if you're not feeling well. Don't prove your prowess by powering through pandemic. No one wants you around when you're ill. Do yourselves and especially your colleagues a favor and stay at home. And if you're not feeling well, you can stream our services. You don't have to be here personally. Of course, I'm not a medical professional and not qualified to give medical advice. I still get queasy at the sight of a needle. My three siblings are medical doctors. So when I received my honorary doctorate from our rabbinical seminary five years ago, I felt a measure of joy from my parents. Especially my mother, of blessed memory, who, before she died, could finally boast, all four of my children are doctors. <laughs> I am qualified, however, to give religious advice. I don't, li- I don't like needles, but I don't mind needling people. It's what rabbis do, and it is emotional, spiritual and religious guidance that we especially need during moments of crisis. Do not panic. When we are afraid, we end up doing things we later regret. The stock market is the surest sign that we are beginning to lose it. Stay calm. This week's haftarah includes the fifth Chapter of the first book of Kings. Early in that chapter, we read one of the great verses in all of the Bible. And God endowed King Solomon with three gifts: intelligence, intelligence, and with very much wisdom, and rochav lev – a heart as vast as the sands on the seashore. Intelligence, wisdom, and a good heart – it is what we especially need in times of crisis. And the Bible emphasizes the ascending order of importance. Solomon was granted intelligence very much wisdom, and a huge amount of goodness, as vast as all of the sands on the seashore. When we are anxious and afraid, we often act unintelligently, with little wisdom and with pervasive cruelty. We act rashly. Over and over again, the Bible commands, al do not be afraid. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Joshua, David, all received this entreaty of encouragement, do not be afraid, evidence that even the best of us are filled with nervousnesses and anxieties and fears that can bring us down. We need chokhmah. We need intelligence now, raw brain power. We need to recruit and unleash the genius capacities of scientists, researchers and infectious disease experts who will guide us on our containment policies and eventually develop a vaccine. Sooner or later they will find the cure and it will be sooner if we empower them to do their job, unfettered by partisan political agendas. Needless to say, and it is astonishing that we need to say it in this, the third decade of the 21st century, we must embrace science. You can't pick and choose your own truth. Microbes don't care about your science denial. You can't reject facts when politically convenient and then expect that this very science that you rejected will rescue us from the alternative universe that you have constructed. Will alternative facts cure disease? I guarantee you that those peddling this theory of alternative reality will be the first to line up for vaccinations. When scientists find a cure, which is, of course, based on the one and only true scientific fact. For millennia, Jewish sages taught the importance of science, evidence, logic, reason, and the incontrovertible, factual, physical realities of the universe. The age-old Jewish principle is, if science disproves a Biblical verse, it is the science that prevails and your interpretation of the Biblical verse that is wrong. By and large, Jewish tradition rejected magical thinking — do not pray for a miracle to stop an epidemic. Prayer is important, as I will explain in a few moments. But our sages emphasized, if you're sick, don't pray to God for intervention. Go to a doctor, stupid! If you don't want to spread measles, get your children vaccinated! Stupid. For thousands of years, our sages taught that the age of miracles is over. God intentionally withdrew from the world because it was the only way to empower human beings and to allow free will. If God regularly intervened in our daily affairs, Human beings would be deprived of freedom. And we would never learn ourselves how to conquer disease. We also need tvuna, wisdom, discernment, judgment, and ability to integrate facts and to connect the dots. God granted Solomon a double share of wisdom. A lot of wisdom, because it is even more important than raw intelligence. Brilliance must be organized to be effective. Unorganized genius, intelligence without wisdom, is like beauty on a deserted island, full of potential, but with nowhere to go. We must harness our collective capacities and focus them on the mission at hand. Leadership is fundamental at these times. I felt a measure of relief that after weeks of coronavirus denial by the administration, it will all be over by April when the weather warms. Americans should vacation in America. We have the best resorts here. The stock market is collapsing because investors are afraid of Democrats. After weeks of this kind of denial, I feel a bit better that the government is finally made an effort to build a bureaucracy to meet the challenge, which after all is the prime responsibility of the government to protect the people. I still have my doubts. Vice President Pence, who was put in charge of the effort, is the same person that, when he was the governor of Indiana, resisted providing needles to drug addicts to slow the rate of HIV infection, and only partially relented after overwhelming pressure from the medical and political establishments. I still have my doubts. This administration views federal employees skeptically, those who do not swear fealty to the president, our views as disloyal, subversive, deep state traitors. We now see more clearly that career federal employees are the backbone of the systems that make things work in America. If you drain their budgets, purge their leadership, and force them out of government, you strip the United States of its capacity to deal with emergencies. While I still have doubts, nonetheless, I do have confidence in public health experts to explain to us in detail the science of the coronavirus and what measures we should be taking to protect ourselves. Even mindful that the administration has ordered federal officials to receive permission from the vice president before speaking to the American public. And finally, Rojav. Live. God gave Solomon not only intelligence and not only wisdom, but also a broad heart, a good heart, an understanding heart. Solomon had this attribute in the most abundance of all. It was The gift of a good heart that was so broad and so wide that it was as if it was like all the sands on the seashore. Practically limitless. Solomon was given the most of this quality because it is the first to go when human beings feel pressure. When individuals and whole societies panic, we must watch ourselves with the greatest of vigilance. We will trample on others, deprive them of their basic human rights, ignore them, be cruel and unsympathetic – not because we are fundamentally evil, but because we have cruelty inside of us. And when we fear, these passions are awakened in moments of peril. We react with egotistical harshness. In that sense, each of us already carries the virus within us. It may lay dormant, even for years, but pressure us enough and it will reemerge, flooding our system with feverish callousness. Stripping us of compassion, friendship, and love. And it is at these moments that prayer is helpful. Prayer not to petition God for a miracle cure. Leave that to the miraculous God given human capacity for reason, intelligence, and discernment. Rather, Prayer to overcome our weaknesses and to give us strength. As the prophet Isaiah comforted the suffering people, Ish et Reehu Yazru May each person help the other. And may each say to his fellow, be strong. Take courage. Give me strength, God, to do what I know to be right. Do not let me succumb to my baser impulses. Help me, God, not to lose my compassion for others, despite my fears. Dear God, prayed Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, teach me to search for the finer qualities in others to recognize their immeasurable worth. Teach me to cultivate love for all of your children, for no one is without redeeming value. Let the good in me connect with the good in others, until all the world is transformed through the compelling power of love. Remember, what is natural is the microbe. All the rest – morality, integrity, dignity, purity, mercy – these are human constructs and the products of human will, of a vigilance that must never falter. For this reason, Albert Camus wrote, the only way of fighting a plague is by common decency. Until the physiological cure, take preventive measures to ensure not only your physical health, but your moral health as well. Watch yourselves during these times of stress. Remember that human beings are the only creatures capable of compassion and mercy. It is what distinguishes us from all of the rest of creation. Mercy is from God. The quality of mercy droppeth like gentle rain from heaven upon the place beneath. It is twice blessed. It blesseth him that gives and him that takes. It is enthroned in the hearts of kings. It is an attribute to God himself. And earthly power doth then show likest gods when mercy seasons justice. In times of pandemic, all of us can be merciful healers. Of course we must quarantine the sick to protect the rest. We already read of this in the Bible, when those who were perceived to be suffering from contagious skin ailments were removed from the camp until they were healed. But remember, even if we must quarantine the sick, when we are ill, it is the worst time to be alone. You know this from your own experience. When we are feverish, we are in most need of chicken soup for the soul. The warmth and isolating, isolation-fighting nourishment that come with basic human decency and compassion. Camus closed his masterpiece, The Plague, with these words. Good advice for all of us. What we learn in times of pestilence is that there are more things to admire in men than to despise. There is no final victory. What was done to defeat the plague would have to be done again, in the never-ending fight against terror and its relentless onslaughts by all who, while unable to be saints, but refusing to bow down to pestilences, strive their utmost to be healers.